At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hey Haney Podcast. This is another weekday edition of the podcast because Hank Haney is uh, part of a moving company, a moving and construction company. Steve Johnson here, the great predictor, along with Minnesota Temporachka. And uh, we've got a big show today. Ryder Cup, we talked about that. We alluded to it a few weeks ago, didn't we, Tim? A few episodes ago that we were going to be talking about this because Steve Stricker had six picks. Steve Stricker being the captain of the American team and his counterpart, Potty Harrington, Padraig Harrington, picks on the 13th, his team, the six picks. And we'll talk about that a little bit, too. But first of all, I've got to tell you something. Uh, Hank never ceases to amaze me. Uh, You know, I've been, uh, Michelle, my wife and I have been in a hotel room since February, mid-February this year. So we're going on uh, seven months right now in a hotel room. Marriott uh, is, has done a good job keeping the room clean, making it seem spacious. Have they given you an expectation on how long you're going to be there? Well, uh, my wife is a general contractor and uh, I'm afraid to ask. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. So um, it is what it is. Uh, it looks like uh, right now we look like uh, a brand new home that's about 70% complete. So We've got the walls. We've got uh, paint is going on the walls here pretty soon. Uh, we've got, they smooth the walls out, so that takes some time. And um, everything's coming together. It's a puzzle, Tim. It is a puzzle. You've got to put the pieces together. We're seven months into it. It looks like it's going to be a 10-month project for us. And this is why I say, this is why I bring Hank's name up. Hank just moved to a house in, uh, he's still in Phoenix area, Paradise Valley, uh, it's compound. It's not necessarily a house. It's a compound. He's got he's got everything there. We can talk about that uh, if you'd like. But what he's doing on the interior of the house, he's doing an exterior remodel and additions, but he's also doing interior remodels. He is going to have, he showed me FaceTime yesterday of what the condition of his house, and it looks very similar to my house. Uh, they're taking all the cabinets out. They're, the floors are going out. Uh, they're doing a lot of lot of work. He's new windows, new doors, all of that. It, he's he's total makeover, and he's going start to finish. Believe it or not, how long do you think it's going to take? Hank projects it would take him to finish a project that has taken us probably will take us by the time it's done ten months. Oh man, this is That's like a, a name. This like name that tune. It's going to take us ten months, Hank. Yeah. How can you do your remodel? How many months? How many months? Yeah. Well, I know his goal was to be done by October. I've talked to him. I've got inside sources on this. I asked Hank, "What? when is your remodel going to be done? 
And he said he's hoping to be done by October. Okay. Well, he's talking yesterday. I talked to him, which would have been uh, Wednesday. He's, he's projecting 30 days start to finish. Now, he has workers all over the place. And you know that when you have subcontractors, they try to get keep selling more and more and more work. They have a limited amount of workers. They have other projects going on, but they keep trying to sell work. And Hank said, no, 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 no. You just focus on this one piece that you're doing. And I'm going to get somebody else to do that other stuff. And so he's got workers all over the place, guys crawling on top of one another. Uh, but he's claiming 30 days, which would be phenomenal. Wow. 30 days start to finish. Yeah. How do you so, get that done in 30 days? Um, he's, he, he's, he is a planner. I mean, and plus he had a good strategy. Building supplies are, uh, you know, are hard to get right now. There's a lot of back orders and all that. You, you know, we know that with the car industry, you drive by a car lot and there's no cars. There's some trucks there, but no cars there because they don't have any to sell. They're selling out of an empty shoebox. So what Hank did, what his strategy was, is I'm going to get, there's, there will be no back orders. So he goes into the, like, let's say he's, he's shopping for doors. His first question is, what do you have in stock? What do you have in stock and how many do you have because I need X amount of doors? And everything that he is getting is in stock with exception of being the windows. And those have already been ordered. and. Uh, He's going to get those done too. So it looks good. Right now, you know, like any construction, Tim, it goes from old look, and you just bought a house. We got to talk about that. But this is a great lesson for you. You go from old look, then you go to just disheveled look. I mean, it looks like you're tearing everything out, and then it goes to brand new look. Mm-hmm. And Hank's in, that, Hank's in that phase right now where everything is torn up. Uh, they took out some tile, and they realized, man, there, there's like an inch – and a half of cement that they to level the floor out, and they've got to chip that out by hand, which is a pain in the butt, but he's getting a crew in there to do it, and there's going to be dust flying all over the place. So uh, are you planning any remodels on your house? Well, I was just about to make the announcement. You just made the announcement oh, for me. Well, hey, let's pretend. Let's rewind it. Rewind it a little bit. Tim, you've got some big news for us, right? You've got uh, a lot been happening up there in uh, the great state of Minnesota. Tell us your big news. So not only is Hank going to be finishing his product in about 30 days, but Haley and I are going to be closing in on our house in 30 days. Ooh, a new house. Yeah. Did you know I was going to buy a house? I did not know that, but that's uh, good for you. That's a uh, that's part of that's not one of the five pillars of becoming a man, but that's uh, that's one of the pillars of making diversified extra credit investment. though extra credit. Yeah, I mean that's a big deal. I mean, there's a lot of what we hear now uh, in society is no one's going to be able to afford to buy a house because they're getting so expensive, and the young people now are never going to know what it's going to be like to buy a house because they'll never have the opportunity to buy one. But you said F you to those people, and you said, I'm going to go buy a house anyway. Yeah, well, our plan wasn't to look at houses seriously until October. But once you start looking, it's very difficult to stop. It just kind of naturally draws you into the to the house stratosphere. Yeah, so we were yeah. looking at this house. I have to tell you this story. Have I shared you the story yet? No, we haven't talked about houses at all. Okay, so this is an amazing story. My parents and Haley's parents were with us on the first house that we saw. The first house was roughly 319,000, and it was awful. Everyone was cracking jokes. The realtor was cracking jokes. The realtor's wife was cracking jokes. My parents, Haley's parents, Haley and I were cracking jokes. The house was awful, Steve. Everything was bluish green. The walls, the carpet, the floors, everything was terrible. They had a dog, so there was like holes in the door, scratches on the wall. There was a bee nest on the roof. The shingles were awful. So I'm sitting over here talking with Haley and thinking, we asked my parents and your parents to come look at this house with us? 
because it's fun to look at houses together. Right. So, right. so I just felt embarrassed by the fact that we asked them to take time out of their day to come look at this house. So what do I do? I pull up the housing website that we use to look for houses and I find a house that's nearby where we are. Didn't look at any of the pictures. I said, Haley. No, I went to the realtor first. I said, realtor, Luana, can you, can, can we look at this house right away? And she pulls up her little phone and does what she does. And she says, yep, I just got us clocked in for 415. Now we're going in there blind. It was the closest house to where we were, but I could not end the day on that house that we just saw because it was just too utterly embarrassing. We go to that house and we love it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and we buy it. It's awesome. I, you know, that's a, that's a bold move, inviting the, the parents and the in-laws. You know, it's something that I, I would probably, if it were me, I'd probably do the, the exploratory just with my wife and I. Yeah. Look at it. And if we wanted some, some wisdom and that's, that's good that you wanted to get the wisdom of the adults, uh, of the older people, of your folks and her, her parents. But what, what if there wouldn't have been an agreement or what if, I mean, that, that's, that's a possibility of just a, just a major argument or heart feelings or, Hey, look at how crappy that looks. And I I think that looks good. (laughs) That was a bold move yeah. on your part. I, I would not recommend that again. Uh, like when you start talking about it, okay, let's, let's like taking your parents to go look for a car or something. Come on. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. I uh, actually had the same Grow mindset. Up. I had the same mindset uh, looking at other houses. We talked about looking at other houses with our parents and I just didn't agree. But for whatever reason, I was very convicted this time to agree with it. So both of our parents were coming and, it was fun. Our parents aren't aren't ones that they'll be fine, you know. Okay, well, so okay. Not about it. There's one caveat to that. Uh, I would have done a, a just a twosome exploratory, but uh, if the parents are investing in the house, if the parents no. are loaning money to the house, if the parents are vested in that house, yes, I would definitely, probably not on the first trip, but I would definitely get their approval at some point before you put that cash down on the table and uh, say, let's start escrow. Yeah. And just to clarify, it is just Haley and I investing in this Okay. House. All right. So, well, then how with your parents? Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying at home. Tell, well, tell, your dad, tell your dad to mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah. You can tell my dad to mow the lawn. He likes to mow the lawn. Okay. So should we take our first break and come back with Ryder Cup selections? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still reeling from yesterday. So we got to talk about... U.S. team, and uh, we'll just compare it to another team uh, that uh, I have some firsthand knowledge of. So uh, let's do that when we get back. Uh, let's talk about uh, Haney University first, okay? Haney University, uh, Hank's website. You sign up for free, F-R-E-E. You get uh, free videos. You get special offers. Uh, Hank's about, has he announced his special announcement yet on his, uh, on Let's his see. site? I haven't checked yet. Let me look. I'm going to predict. No. Well, looks like a connection. Huh? What? Let's see. Okay. Well, we'll let our, we'll let our, our listeners go ahead and connect on there. Haneyuniversity.com. It must be, it must be working on it right now because the website isn't working. Okay. Well. They're editing. Well, then don't go to HaneyUniversity.com. Just wait for the Haney University emails to come to you. Tips that Hank gives. Very relevant tips. You can ask questions. You ask a question, he'll respond to it. He is designing a, a brand new studio at his new home that would that'll be done in 30 days. And right now, his teaching studio is a storage bin. <laughs> That's what he's he showed me yesterday, Tim. That uh, where it will be the the indoor hitting is now uh, full from from floor to ceiling boxes, uh, so it, there's no hitting area right now. It's a it's a storage unit. Oh, okay. So, hey, go to Haney University. If they're not up right now, go back because they'll be up shortly. There you go, HaneyUniversity.com. A great way to improve your game. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast. This is another weekday edition because Hank's moving, no internet. So uh, talked to him yesterday, got his input on um, the picks. And so let's let's talk about the Team USA. Uh, yesterday was the announcement, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And Steve Stricker, I, I like the way they, did you watch the, the event, Tim, on the Golf Channel? I did not watch the event. I watched a little bit of the event, though. I actually I didn't watch the full event. I watched about 10 minutes of it. Well, yesterday, the golf channel was the Steve Stricker channel. And I like the way he announced, you know, in the past, they've announced a guy and they've explained why I've got this guy. And, you know, hey, then we talked to the guy and he doesn't know what to say. I'm, you know, I'm pleased that I got it selected. What a, what a great uh, memory it'll be and all that. But yesterday, what did they did? is they named every guy that he had uh, he had selected. And let's go over that here real quick. Do you have that list up in front of you, Tim? I do have the list in front of me. Okay, so we've got these six automatic qualifiers, which uh, headlines uh, Patrick Cantlay. Yes. Who else? Who, do I, who else do we have there? We, we got six rookies on the team, but some of the picks. I, I didn't ask you that, Tim. Tim, I said, who is on the team? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. We have Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Harris English, Daniel Berger, Scotty Scheffler. Your okay, thoughts listen, on the selection, Okay, wait a, Steve? Say, wait a second. Two uh, you're, people not that got left off. you're not listening to me. I said, let's name the guys, the six guys that qualified for the team on their merits by oh, points. Okay. Oh, Okay, we got to rewind again. Rewind. All right, Tim, why don't you name the, the guys that qualified based on their merits, the top six qualifiers, and then we'll talk about Steve Stricker's picks, okay? Okay, that sounds like a great idea. Okay, okay. the first one was Colin Morikawa. Then we got Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, 
Justin Thomas, and you already mentioned Patrick Cantley. That's an awesome team there. I mean, you, you, you look at that, and if you pick the whole, if you looked at the whole PGA Tour, American players, you say, wow, man, this is a damn good team here. This is a, this is a good team. Although the guys that have qualified, it's a two-year qualification, correct? Or maybe it's a three-year qualification because, uh, because of the COVID. So they've had three years. The cream rises. The longer you play, the, the, the more the top players are going to shine. And uh, those top six, I'd put them up against anybody. How about you? Yeah, the worst player on that list is Brooks Kepka, and he's ranked 10th in the world golf rankings. Dustin Johnson is second. Colin Morikawa is third. Patrick Cantley is fourth. Justin Thomas is sixth. And Bryson DeChambeau is seventh. That, that's phenomenal. So we've had all this buildup. And then Steve Stricker goes yesterday at 10 a.m. Eastern and announces the team. And can you announce the guys that he picked? Yeah, let me announce the guys that he picked since no one has heard it yet. Tony Finau, he was seventh on the list. Xander Shoffley, he was eighth on the list. Jordan Spieth, he's ninth on the list. Harris English, he's tenth on the list. You do a little skip over Patrick Reed at 11 and pick Daniel Berger at 12. You skip over Webb Simpson at 13 and select Scotty Scheffler at 14. Wow. Wow. Okay, so when you're, when you're saying the picks and you're, you're mentioning the ranking number, so number 11, they pick 12. They're, they've got 12 players on the team. Uh, the safe route, the safe method, the safe uh, selection would be, let's just go right down the list. These guys have had three years to qualify. The cream rises to the top. We're just going to go right down the list. We're going to go uh, from 7 to 12. We're going to go ahead and we're going to just assign those guys like they did qualify, but Captain Steve Stricker didn't do that, did he? No, he did uh, not. He, uh, he skipped a couple. So let's talk about the first one that he skipped. Uh, number 11, Patrick Reed. What are your thoughts there? Well, I think it was a very difficult phone call for Pat, for uh, Steve Stricker. That is a that is the most. BS. It looks like he lost a lot of sleep over that one, is what he said in his statement. He's a tremendous competitor. He brings a lot to match golf. His record here at the Ryder Cup is pretty darn good. He even says it again, Steve. It was a very difficult phone call. It wasn't an easy one, uh-huh. but I think it was just the uncertainty, really, of his health. And really, the lack of play that led to our decision. I, and I think it makes sense, Steve. The guy's played one tournament in the last four weeks. He played the tour championship. He drove the van all the way from Texas to Atlanta because he could not fly there due to what he just went through in the hospital. He almost died in the hospital. Doctors were telling him, I read a Golf Digest article, and golf, doctors were telling him to text your family and friends just in case something happens. Wow. I mean, that, that's serious. It's a it's tremendously serious. Uh, but let's, let's look back here. Now, the whole, we're, we're going to have to step back and look at the 10,000-foot view. The Ryder Cup as a competition is really a celebration of golf. It's an exhibition. It is, uh, it's a friendship match. It's something to bridge the gap between the big pond uh, of Europe and the United States. Uh, historically, the United States has dominated. However, uh, in recent history, uh, Europe is, uh, since Jack Nicholas opened his mouth and said, hey, instead of Great Britain and Ireland, let's go all of Europe so it'll be a better match. And they've been kicking our ass ever since. Uh, on very few occasions, we have won, uh, even with the top players in the world. Now, we've got the top six that would, that qualified on their merits, Tim. Uh, you couldn't pick a better six. The second six, I think you could pick a better six, and I think I would have picked a different six than Steve Stricker, uh, especially when you talk about Patrick Reed. How many guys that are named Captain America do you leave off the Ryder Cup? I mean, I'm seriously. Uh, well, obviously one. Let me tell you what Patrick Reed did this year. Now, he has been sick, but you know what? He rallied. He was in the hospital, had to withdraw from the BMW. He wasn't in... Uh, he didn't show for the BMW. The one before that, uh, what was the that? The Northern Trust? 
Yeah, the, he, withdrew. The, he, he couldn't play. And he was in the hospital, man. Yeah. He was, he, like you said, he was, he was in bad shape. He came in tied for 31st in the World Golf Championships at uh, FedEx St. Jude. You know, he knew that it was going to be close for him. So he, he, he did everything he could do in his power to participate, to win the points, to qualify on his own merits. Hank would always say, Patrick Reed will never, ever get selected. If he, if he qualifies, if he's on a Ryder Cup team, it's going to be because he earned his way there. I think if he did not have ammonia, that he would be he would have been selected for this team. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. The guy was still third or eleventh. Uh, the guy did win a tournament. He missed very few cuts. He gets up for this. He loves that stage. He doesn't necessarily love every big stage, but he does love the stage of match play. Uh, the challenge for him is that our team is such a dysfunctional in terms of the camaraderie, uh, the Brooks Kepka, the Bryson DeChambeau, the Patrick Cantlay. To what? add another, to add another, they all hate each other. Patrick Cantlay hates him. No, no, they all hate Patrick Reed. They don't. They don't like Patrick Reed. Yeah, but why did you say Patrick Cantlay? Because Patrick Cantlay and DeChambeau got into a little brouhaha. I was fine. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Did you see the limp-wristed handshake at the end? <laughs> I did. Did you see it? I saw it. Okay, yeah. There, there's some there's some issue. Did you see the conversations while they're walking down the fairway? They're, they're the only two guys playing. They're the they're the the uh, the feature match in in the playoff. They didn't say a word to each other. They didn't look at each other. There was nothing. There was no contact. It was like two individuals playing by themselves. Uh, Patrick Reed only missed what he missed four five cuts this year. Uh, missed the cut at the Open Championship. Uh, Charles Schwab challenge. He missed the cut. Valspar he missed the cut. Uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational he missed the cut. And the American Express. So share your opinions about this. You think it's a mistake for? Do you think it's a mistake for Captain Stricker to select Scheffler over? Read absolutely because this this event is a is a made for TV event. It's not although they do have spectators there. They have very few spectators there because they have very few matches. You can't spread the spectators out. Um, and then along with the COVID and all that, it's really going to be a, a television event. Wouldn't you want a guy that kind of is a, a little bit edgy, the guy that uh, relishes? The mano a mano, USA versus Europe, a guy that's going to hold up the shush sign, a guy that's going to shovel his way out of uh, difficulty, <laughs> a guy that, I tell you what, a guy that would not hesitate to adjust his lie if he had a bad one. <laughs> Wouldn't you want that guy on your team? And not only that, you got to interview him. I mean, in, in interviews, everyone is on the edge of their seats for Patrick read interviews because they know he's going to say something stupid or the potential is there to say something stupid and uh and he would be totally committed and dedicated to that statement he would not take it back he's uh he's a warrior uh whatever you say about patrick reed about narcissistic uh all about him um Whatever you say about him, I like the guy. I, I I would want the guy on my team. He's not a guy that I would want to play against. He's a guy that I would want to play with. Uh, even if, like Jordan Spieth, when he played with Jordan Spieth and he called Jordan Spieth out and said, hey, man, uh, why don't you get off my back a little bit because uh, I've been carrying you for the last uh, 17 holes. That didn't sit too well with Jordan Spieth either. And Jordan Spieth gets along with anyone, but uh, I think uh, – Patrick Reed's persona has worn thin. His attitude has worn thin. And the, the committee, whoever the committee is, and I hope Ricky Fowler didn't get a vote in this because, I mean, he just needs to focus on his game and get, uh, get his game back in shape because he, he, did, he did terrible this year. Now, the committee would, be, it would have been Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, uh, Steve Stricker. Who else is on that committee? Uh, let's see. Fred Couples. 
Freddie, Freddie Couples, okay, yeah, he's a get-along guy. You said Jim Furyk. Oh, okay, ooh, okay, all right. You didn't say Jim Furyk yet? No, I didn't, I didn't say Jim Furyk. Oh, yeah, he's on that team. Davis okay. Love the Third. have you said okay, Davis Love III? Okay, DL, ooh, DL3, he's on that team. Who did you say? I said that, uh, that Tiger Woods, Ricky Fowler, Phil Mickelson. Oh, Ricky Fowler's Steve not Stricker. on the committee. He's not? I thought he was on the committee. No, he's not driving. Okay, okay, he's okay, okay sorry. Okay. I would like to see the vote on that because and Patrick Reed's probably going to call for, hey, let's who voted for me, who voted against me. I want to know because in the future, um, I just uh, I said something I'm going to put in the memory banks. It's something that I'm going to uh, I'm going to I will forgive you for not voting for me, but I'm never going to forget that you didn't vote for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hank's I mean, we ought to call Hank the great predictor because he claimed a couple years ago. He said, hey, Patrick Reed. This is, I think, when we we're talking about the President's Cup. Patrick Reed will have to qualify for any type of team play on his own merits. He will never be picked. And uh, that's a shame. The one thing that I'll say about Patrick Reed that the USA team is for sure going to miss, his persona maybe a little bit, his cheating, no, his bad attitude, no. It's his strokes gain putting. And in the Ryder Cup, everyone knows that putting is one of the most essential parts to your team's success. And strokes gained putting for the year, he ranks fourth, Steve. He's got great putting acumen. And that's what the USA team is going to miss. I don't yeah. think I don't think Scotty Scheffler is as good a putter as Patrick Reed. And we're going to see that as an issue in the Ryder Cup. Patrick Reed, the pressure doesn't bother him. But... Scotty Scheffler is a rookie. Is the pressure going to get to him? That's my question. Yeah, I mean, it could. It could. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is a, a vanilla pick. He's a he's a he's not somebody that's going to get more people to 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 watch the Ryder Cup. Patrick Reed would have been. Um, as you know, uh, Webb Simpson, same thing. I think Webb Simpson just kind of just stood aside and said, "Hey, you know what, you guys, let's give somebody else a chance." Uh, there's been a clamoring for younger players uh, on the Ryder Cup, and we do have our share of, of younger players this year. But let's top it off with a number 14 on the qualifying list and, and go with Scotty Scheffler. I, I think he'll be a afternoon uh, match player. He'll probably play in one or two of the matches, and then uh, he'll play in the, in the singles matches. Uh, they'll just kind of wet his beak for this type of international match play. But I, you know, the, the thing is, I don't, I can't believe that they didn't go farther down the list with the way things are going. Uh, and, uh, everyone being sensitive about, uh, you know, who's, who's being included and who's not being included. And we need to include more of this, this person and that person. I can't believe they didn't pick Kevin. Na. Uh, I cannot believe they didn't pick, uh, we're going to go farther down the list. I'm going to go way down the list. I can't believe they didn't pick a guy like Cameron Champ. I can't believe they didn't pick a guy like Harold Varner. Okay. Uh, what? You don't believe that. Yeah. I mean, it, it is as sensitive as, I mean, have you been watching the PGA Tour events? Yes, I have. Have you seen the commercials? I mean, everything's about inclusion and, you know, hey, we got to give everybody a chance. And this was a great opportunity. PGA of America could have said. PGA of America, same thing. Everyone did have a chance. Everyone had a chance to qualify for the Ryder Cup team. No, no, not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone had a chance because some of the guys didn't rank high enough to play in the events that had a lot of points. So, I mean, this is another example of the rich getting richer. You play the WGCs. You've got the Invitationals. Uh, We look down the list. And a lot of those guys are not playing in those events that uh, that garner a lot of points. So I'm thinking they could have done, they could have stood true to the, all their advertisements and got and gotten some inclusion here. But uh, right now, Scotty Scheffler is just another pick of a of a dominated, uh, you know, of a, of a team dominated by the same type of person. I think we should take another break and talk about the European Ryder Cup team. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, and and we're going to compare this U.S. team 
to uh, a pass team that is actually a victorious team. I'm going to tell you, which team do you, would you pick? Uh, we'll be back. Uh, have you been sore lately, Tim? I have been sore. My shins, I got shin splints right now. Ouch. Are you? Have you been running? I have. I've been trying to pick up the running, but right now I can barely move my shins. I walk and it just hurts. Okay. Tell me what you do. Tell our listeners what you do when you get shin splints. I go to voodoopainleaf.com for a free two-week supply of voodoo pain relief cream. And Hank sends it right to my door. But since Hank and I have a great relationship, I don't actually have to go to voodoopainleaf.com for my free week, two-week supply. But that's what you should do. Hank just mails it right to me, and that works out great for me. So go to voodoopainleaf.com for a free two-week supply to take care of your aches and pains. It's a patented formula, and it will help you immediately. voodoopainleaf.com Okay, so when we get back, we're going to talk about the European team. We're going to talk about comparing this U.S. team to another U.S. team. And then we're also going to talk about the big news of Tim's professional future with this podcast. Correct? Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, I don't think we have to talk about that yet, but I'm still here. Are you telling me there's a chance? I'm not going anywhere. All right. They're going to have to take me out of here alive to get me out of here. They're going to have to pull out that earplug. Yes. (laughs) We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast. Uh, this is a special weekday ed- edition of the uh, Saturday Strong Podcast. Steve Johnson along with Minnesota Tim Parachka. And uh, I, 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 to start out this last segment, Tim, I've got to make an apology, public apology. Um, I don't know how we left this player off, but on this apology goes to Justine Reed. Justine, I'm so sorry this <laughs> you got that phone call that Patrick He's not going to be on the team. Uh, 
I know you guys were counting on it. You guys love Wisconsin. You love Whistling Straits. Uh, you'd already rented a house. Uh, you'd already gotten outfits of uh, been fitted for your Team USA outfits. And you'd already planned on alienating a bunch of people uh, on the team. And uh, you're going to have to stay at home, which is uh, very unfortunate. And I still can't believe you're making the case for Patrick Reed to be on the team. Well, this is a made-for-TV event. How can you have a, a polarizing personality like Patrick Reed? He's right there. He's, he's, he's 11th on the qualifying list. You get 12 guys. How can you not pick Patrick Reed and you pick Daniel Berger? Because he missed like four weeks in a row. He's rallying, man. He's ra- okay. He's ready. He... <laughs> I mean, guys, come on. You got to go by his record. He's, you, you ask him, Patrick, tell me the truth. How are you? How do you feel? Coach Stricker, I feel great. And I think that I can, I think that I can, I'll be able to contribute. I'm going to shush a lot. I'm going to do the shovel a lot. That makes uh, no gonna, sense. Yeah. I would, I would pick him for sure. He's not vanilla. He is not vanilla. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Let's look at the European Ryder Cup team before we go. So this is the USA's competition. First, qualifier John Rahm. Second, Tommy Fleetwood. Third, Tyrrell Hatton. Fourth, Rory McIlroy. Fifth, Bernd Wiesberger. Sixth, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Seventh, Paul Casey. Eighth, Victor Perez. Ninth, Robert McIntyre. Tenth, your guy, Steve. Guido Migliozzi. And 11th, Thomas Dietrich. And 12th, Victor Hovland. Tough team. They haven't picked, they haven't finalized their team yet, Tim. No, but those are the first 12. They have two different uh, qualifications as well. They've got the European points and then they have the world points. So I'm, I'm trying to, to, to switch over here, but I'm having a hard time switching uh, back to the European team. Let me see if I can get in there. So the European team, Steve, has a history of being a very difficult team, a tough team, a Patrick Reed-like team, if you will, without the cheaters. Right. And you have stated, and I have stated, that they have a tougher team than the soft USA players. Do you think that will be a factor this year at Whistling Straits, or do you think it will not be a factor since the USA is on home turf? Well, the home turf does does mean something. Uh, it, it, although the women's Solheim Cup was just finished this last in the last few days, and there were about fifteen European fans out there, little friends and you couldn't even get friends and family because they couldn't travel over because of the COVID and the restrictions. Um, but you had a European team that uh, the USA tried to rally back, but they were they were down going into the last of the singles matches. They ended up losing by a point. They lost on home turf, which is, uh, which is a shame. It doesn't surprise me uh, that uh, the USA team lost because, uh, you know, the, the, when you look at the LPGA Tour, now you, the Cordes sisters are, are doing great. And there's some other U.S. players that are doing that have flashes of brilliance, but, you know, when you look at the LPGA Tour, you say, hey, you know what? The Europeans in, uh, across the pond, are, 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 they've got a lot of great players. So let, let me clarify for you. In, the, in the, the qualifying, in the European points, John Rahm, Tommy Fleetwood, Rory McIlroy, and Paul Casey. Excuse me. John Rahm, Tommy Fleetwood, and Rory McIlroy have already qualified on the European points. The world points qualifiers are Paul Casey and Victor Hovland. So you have a lot of guys in there uh, that are higher in the rankings, but they, they haven't qualified yet for one reason or another. Uh, and you, you talked about that Terrell Hatton, Bernd Wiesberger, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Victor Perez, Robert McIntyre, my man Guido Migliozzi. Uh, He's, he's offered to, uh, to bring, bring pizzas for everyone. <laughs> and then, you know, Thomas Dietrich, they've got, they've got a long list of guys that are still, remember, September 13th is the time when they're going to be picking for. Is it really? 
Yeah. Wow. So they already have they have five guys that are committed right now. And but they've got a good team. Let me get I'm I'm gonna have an issue, Steve. I'm gonna give you a team. I'm gonna give you a team. Let's let's take out that blank spot right there. But back in the day, listen to this team, European team. Nick Faldo, Padraig Harrington, Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood. At the time, Lee Westwood was one of the best players in the world. Henrik Stenson, Robert Carlson, Mike Jimenez, Miguel Angel mm-hmm. Jimenez, Graham McDowell, Justin Rose, Soren Hansen, Oliver Wilson, Ian Polder, and Paul Casey. That's a pretty formidable team right there, don't wouldn't you think? Yeah, I agree. Man. I was looking at the world wow. rankings. Guido is 71st in the world golf rankings, and Burnt is 63rd in the world golf rankings. So based on paper alone, the USA team should destroy this European Ryder Cup team. Well, that's what Hank would say. That's what Hank would say. But that's why they play the game, Tim, because it doesn't work like that. It just yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. I mean, the, the guys are so closely... Their skill levels are so closely relatable that, I mean, whoever's hot, whoever likes the stage, whoever can can tough it out a little bit better is going to be the winner. So let me that that team that I just mentioned with the Nick Faldos and the Sergios and Lee Westwood, Henrik Stenson, all that was back when Henrik Stenson was a was an animal. Listen to this team: Chad Campbell, J.B. Holmes, Hunter Mahan. Steve Stricker, Boo Weekly, Ben Curtis, Justin Leonard, Anthony Kim, Jim <laughs> Furyk, Kenny Perry, Stuart Sink, and Phil Mickelson. It's an inclusive team. It is an inclusive team. That was they were ahead of their time there. <laughs> uh, no Tiger Woods, he was injured. But you look at that at European team, and you think, holy cow, they were going to get our asses kicked. And you know what? That ragtag team, and we've talked about it a bunch. Uh, the USA team with the Boo Weeklies riding the horse down the the, the fairway. Uh, Chad Campbell, who said he was so nervous he could barely hold on to the club. Hunter Mahan, who totally lost his game after the the, the next Ryder Cup. Uh, that ragtag team of U.S. players beat the Europeans. Really? Although it was a, it was a home game for for the United States, it was at uh, Louisville, Kentucky. At Valhalla, um, I thought, "Oh my God, we're gonna get we're gonna get beat here." Yeah, you don't play these games on paper. No, that's for sure. So what I'm saying is, we don't know who's gonna win. Hank says it's a done deal that the U.S. is gonna win. I don't think that that you can say that. That's why they play the game, Tim. That that's is why exactly they play why. the game. You yes. play, you you play the game to win, or what did Herm Edwards say? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Herm Edwards says, okay. but you know, I, I just, I, I look forward to it. And what is the dates? The dates are September 21st through 26th. Wow. Um, do you think that Patrick Reed will on his own dollar drive out to uh, whistling Straits and be on the sidelines just in case they need a Captain <laughs> America sighting uh, in uh, some good quotes uh, remember, Brooks Kepka is uh, is a guy that we don't know if he's going. He withdrew from the last tournament. You talk about uh, not in good shape to play. Brooks Kepka has withdrawn from a, a number of tournaments. Uh, it's been well documented how his he's been injury prone this year in the last two years. Uh, what would you do if you had a Brooks Kepka who just withdrew from the Tour Championship with a wrist? He didn't withdraw. This is why I think it's serious, is because he withdrew during the competition. All he had to do was finish, and he would have gotten three hundred and what seventy-five thousand dollars just for showing up. And he he withdraws. So I'm I'm thinking that the wrist injury is a serious issue. Uh, I really don't look for Brooks Kepka to play in this event. Really, a couple weeks off. Yeah. Playing a limited a limited uh, viewing of Brooks Kepka. Yeah, there is that chance that Patrick Reed could still be selected based on Brooks Kepka's injury. And Bryson DeChambeau probably is rooting for that. Do you think that uh, Patrick Reed, if they if they invite Patrick Reed, because they didn't name an alternate yet, 
Steve Stricker said that they would uh, they would hold off on that decision. They would let us know if Brooks was going to be able to play or not. But do you think if they do invite Patrick Reed as the alternate, do you think that he, he accepts the invitation? Yeah. You do? Yeah, of course. Okay, so do I. I think he's there. I think he, he looks at it like destiny. It's God making a way for Patrick Reed to play Captain America again 2000. They call this a 2020 Ryder Cup team, but it's actually 2021 team. Yeah, um, we lost a year there, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, Tim. I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm also looking forward to seeing. Uh, and we, I talk about this all the time. That man does not live by golf alone. The U.S. Open tennis will be this weekend. Do you think that uh, uh, Djokovic will get the uh, calendar slam? Probably. I mean, is the dollar Federer playing? Nope. Nope. Then nope. it's Djokovic. The, the biggest uh, threat to him right now, uh, tonight you've got a young Frenchman playing uh, against Medvedev, who is a, a formidable player. I think the finals will be Djokovic versus uh, Medvedev. Oh, wow. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the Hank Any podcast on this, on this time. On this what, time? What? That no, makes this, yeah, that sounds stupid, Tim. Yeah, okay, good. Rewind. I think this is going to wrap up the Hank Candy Podcast this time. Everyone, thanks for listening. Follow The Great Predictor on Twitter at GreatPredictor1 and me on Twitter at Tim Parashka. The Great Predictor will respond. He actually liked one of my tweets the other day. I couldn't believe it. Yes. Go to Haney University consistently to find Hank's big announcement. The website will be up shortly, I'm hoping and expecting. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com for a free two-week supply. Everyone... Hit bombs, make putts, leave the flag stick in, and we'll take care. Be safe. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.